A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drada, Dundalk and Cavan. Check out the new sporty and spacious Renault Arcana in petrol and full hybrid. Guaranteed delivery, low AP or finance and 48-hour test drive. Visit blackstonemotors.ie. Good afternoon. This is Irene Gahan sitting in for Jenny, Gary Kelly this afternoon. Now... Um, I love my crime books as anyone who listens to me uh, when I do my guest slot on books with Jerry Kelly um, every month and crime is my big thing and when I got this book um, it was nobody got fed I read this book from start to finish and I am delighted to say that the author Joe Spain author of The Last to Disappear is on the line with us now Joe good afternoon Hi, Irene. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. (laughs) Delighted to talk to you this afternoon. I absolutely love this book and you must be delighted because you seem to be getting a fabulous reaction to it. Yeah, who knew a book about snow and ice (laughs) and freezing cold could get on so well in May in Ireland? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to say it's... um, I do my crime roundup at the end of every year and I think I have found my top... I've definitely... I think it's going to be my top... It's going to be hard to beat this one. So you've written a book called The Last to Disappear um, and it's a standalone. It's not one of your fabulous Tom Reynolds, Detective Tom Reynolds series, but this is a standalone at set in Finland... Three missing women and one turns up dead. Um, <laughs> I don't know where you get the ideas from, but it's absolutely, it's really, really, a really, really good read. Um, and anyone who likes their crime. So how did you get the inspiration for setting something in Finland, of all places? Well, this one, I mean, I obviously work in a lot of screenwriting at the moment now. I do a lot of TV and we are developing a show in Finland. So I've been over to Lapland a few times, location scouting. And every time I go over, they made me be kind of guinea pigs because there's some Irish characters who go over in the show. So they made me be the guinea pig of, you know, dumping me in ice pools and making me go husky sledding and ice fishing and all of these things. And it it, it really, the whole country of Finland just blew my mind when I went there first. And every time I've been back since, I love it more and more. It's so beautiful and so cold and so deadly. And that really hits you. You know, if you wander into a forest in a snowstorm, Every tree looks the same. You'll be turning around. You, you'll freeze. You'll freeze in minutes. That's, that's the kind of weather it is. So when I came back from there, and it was just at the start of lockdown, obviously filming was suspended, but I had that location so vivid in my mind, and I thought, that's just somewhere that's so perfect for a crime book. And sometimes I'd start with the plot or the characters, but in this instance, I just started with the location, and it was somewhere for me to go in my own head during lockdown. You know, I can imagine the beautiful landscape and the beautiful food and the people there. But obviously, you know, killing people in and on the page because that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say it's very atmospheric as someone who loves Iceland, which is pretty similar to Finland. It's captured incredibly. I mean, the whole sinister isolation, suspense, small town. Um, do you want to explain just the whole kind of a concept of it? Because I, I love this part of it. Um, we have a few characters in it, but do you want to explain it kind of in your own words where, without giving too much away, where it's where, where we are, where we go in it, if that makes sense? I know, it's always that task, you know, tell us about the book without telling us about the book. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it starts off with, um, we, we meet, a, there's a victim in the first page, I'm not giving anything away, and uh, no. Vicky goes into an icy lake and she drowns and the later transpires that she was even injured before she went into the lake, so she was murdered. 
but we switch over to her brother Alex in London and he's they're a northern England family their father was working class mining but Alex has gone down to London and he's he's kind of sold his soul to be a lobbyist and he gets the news his mother has had a heart attack and then when he travels up he realises she's had a heart attack because his sister has been found dead so he's been estranged from his sister for a while because she's flighty and she you know tour guide drinking her way around <laughs> Greece and now up in Lapland doing the strangest jobs but he goes over and he meets Agatha, who's a young detective over there in charge of a massively fast jurisdiction across Lapland, which they are in, in real yeah. life, those police. And she's nothing at her disposal, like CCTV or whatever, to help. And then he learns that these other women have gone missing in this small town over the years. And he's very much, he's a fish out of water. He comes from a capital city and the Metropolitan Police would have everything at their disposal. And he's looking at this woman and thinking, you can't solve this, you can't solve anything. <laughs> so he stays <laughs> and they form this kind of unlikely bond as they look into it. And he was useful for me because I could write with that, you know, exterior viewpoint. Yeah. And then having been over there a fair few times, I could write Agatha authentically. But I think it's, we're doing that more and more now in both novels and TV and film. Where you she's a great character. She's really is a great character, and her own back. She's actually she has her own backstory as well as we discover as we go along. Yeah, well, sure. You you never do them two dimensionally. <laughs> <laughs> there always has to be layers and layers and layers of secrets. And she is she might look outwardly young, but she's um she's raising three children on her own, and she's incredibly efficient. And she has this fabulous mentor called Patrick, who's who's really promoted her up the ranks and wants her to wants to do great things. But she you know, she's kind of wry and she's laid back, and she's looking at this kind of brash guy coming over from England and thinking who do you think you are? You just, just let me do my job. Yeah. And she's very relaxed about it. And I think their friendship is really nice throughout the novel. It is, yeah. It's it's, it's one of those kind of, they all muddle along together and, and kind of you know, bit I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of muddled along together, but there's something really, really warm and kind about the relationship um, that they, you know, the friendship and the kind of working together. He gets in her way. She gets in his way. So it is a really, really nice. The characters are brilliant in it. And Vicky is lovely. I mean, I know she comes across as a snowflake, but a really nice snowflake. (laughs) So when you, you know. Living her best life. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. She weren't, wasn't everyone in their 20s. Um, And then. It, it it literally goes from it literally kind of unpeels. I mean, I was describing it as kind of as a as an onion. You're like literally, you think you know where it's going, and it, you get sort of drift from left field, and you no, and we're not going that way, and we're going this way, and it's it's like an onion. It's just the layers and the layers and layers are absolutely brilliant. I, I mean, it really and it, and it mounts all the way up to the end, and it's it's you must be really happy with it. <laughs> I am. I mean, I think I'm I'm getting more complex with these novels each time because I keep writing the books that I want to read. Yeah. And I, lo- I mean, I read everything. I'm reading crime all my life. And when I pick up a good crime novel, I don't want the fake twist. You know, I don't want the, aha, I was this person who, you know, I've already mentioned all novel or actually I'm the narrative. I've been lying to you all along. I, I don't want nonsense. I want something that's really solidly put together. Yeah. And that keeps me saying as a reader, oh, I, I see what you're doing there now. I didn't expect that, but I yeah. see how you planted that. And that's how I try to write them as well. So I'm probably getting too complicated for my own good now at this stage. <laughs> well, someone described you, I was reading, someone described you as the hardest working crime novelist in Ireland because I think you've had 12 books in the last 10 years and all the screenplays and everything else you're writing. Oh, it's, well, I, I, with our blessing, the first Tom Reynolds was published in 2015. Um, and this is my 11th book now and I've done four TV shows. I'm working on 11 other projects in development with TV. So it is, I mean, but it's it's one of those, I'm, I'm in this, I'm having a moment in my career and when you work in the creative arts and people are offering you TV commissions and they keep giving you book deals, you can't really say, oh, no, sure. Like, you know, <laughs> come back to me when I have more time. You just kind of seize the moment. Yeah, and when I, I one of the things I, I when you were younger was this something that you wanted to do because I always love interviewing authors because they always go oh I always wanted to write I always read and it, it inevitably it comes down to Enid Blyton or you know it comes down to one of those authors that we all loved when we were kids and had mysteries famous five secret seven anyone in crime go oh yeah no I always wanted to write were you the same way. Yeah, we're not lying. It's absolutely true. And the commonality <laughs> does tend to mean a blight for some bizarre reason. <laughs> Most of us are Irish. Um, I mean, I, I used to write little stories and little poems. And it was where, I've, I've spoken a lot about this, I grew up in a very working class area in Dublin. And it just was not the nicest or prettiest area. And in my head, 
I was living on Kieran Island and, you know, yeah. going off to say Cornwall and all these beautiful country <laughs> locations and drinking the pink lemonade and eating whatever the hell chung was from a can. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded very adventurous to us when we were reading it when we were younger, but we hadn't a clue what they were talking about. No, <laughs> ginger ale. I, ginger I, pop, ginger ale, that was it, ginger ale. <laughs> But I did, I, I always wanted, it was just my dream to write books, but I wouldn't have ever thought that that was something that I could do coming from the background I came from. Yeah. You, just, you think that those people on shelves are, you know, like celebrities. And then you realise when you get older that they're just people. Yeah. You know, like like anything, you know, if you work really hard for something and you're, you, you have a talent, yeah. that will rise. Well, your character, your characters are amazing, and and obviously an awful lot of thoughts gone into that. This story, um, I can only imagine what your murder board with all the connections between the characters was like when you were setting it up. <laughs> Joe, come here. Thank you so much for talking to us this afternoon. That's Joe Spain, who's the author of the new released book, The Last to Disappear, and I really do think it's going to be my crime book of the year. Joe, thank you so much for being with us here this afternoon. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. Talk to our van specialist, Danny, about the new Renault traffic and master range. Visit blackstonemotors.ie to see our massive range of light commercials with same-day business finance. Now, just before that break, we were talking to author Joe Sprain, whose latest book and novel out is The Last to Disappear. So compliments of Academy Books in Southgate, we have a copy to give away. So if you'd like to get a hands on a copy, you just have to text or WhatsApp the word disappear to 086 1800 658 and we will pick a winner uh, this afternoon. Now, it's all giveaways today, all prizes today. So our big uh, competition all this week is from Carlingford um, Lock Cruises. And Carlingford Lock Cruises operate a two-hour evening passenger cruise on Carlingford Lock every weekend right through the summer months. There's Sunset Cruises, Lock and Lighthouse Cruises, Jazz and Blue and Kaylee Cruises and their very popular gin tasting cruises. So to celebrate the reopening of Carlingford Lock's full-time daily car ferry services, plus the launch of their new summer passage cruise schedule, we have a pair of tickets to give away um, every day this week. So if you would like to be in with a chance to win a set of tickets today, please text our WhatsApp. 086 1800 658 and you can find full details about all the cruises um, and all the and the daily ferry on carlingfordlockcruises.com so two great competitions there now we have a, a a lovely uh, request in. So, happy 60th wedding anniversary to Peter and Mary Phillips from Brinestown and Drogheda, from Brenda, Ella, Ruby and Lucy, and thanks to the Boyne Valley Flowers for the fabulous flowers that we got. Thank you very, very much. Now, a bit of Don Henley for everybody. Now, welcome back. This is Irene Gahan sitting in for Jerry Kelly. Now, Clonmore are launching their Pass the Baton Kindness Challenge and originally they were set up in the 1970s um, but I have a group on the line with me to give me all the information about this uh, challenge. Ned, if I go to you first, Ned Rissman, you're the service manager. How are you this afternoon? Good, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Clonmore is, a, is an organisation that supports people with intellectual disabilities to live in the community. And uh, so we have uh, Anne-Marie, Rebecca, Emma and David. And uh, so they're, they're going to talk about living in the community with the support of staff. And uh, I suppose we're, we're with the, that's, that's the reason why we're on as well, is because we're actually looking for staff. And we felt it might be of interest for people to hear about what it's like uh, uh, to live in the community if you have a disability and uh, with carers supporting you. So the original, you, the first house that you bought, St Oliver's, is, uh, on the Commons Road in Navan was purchased by volunteers in 1992 with loan and fundraising and donations. Um, and it's kind of served the community well over the last 40 years. But as with everything, uh, it needs a little bit of TLC. All the properties need some TLC. And this is what your, this is what your challenge is all about your fundraising is all about um and you're you're looking to raise funds to upgrade everything um is that the is that the campaign that you're looking uh, at well i suppose it is that's the, that's kind of an ongoing campaign but today we're more about uh about looking for care staff we, we're in the process of 
we have new premises and we need to employ care staff. Okay. And the reason why uh, Anne-Marie and Rebecca and Emma and David are here is to talk about what it's like to live in the community with the support of care staff. So that's really what we'd love to talk about today. Okay. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. So, do you, <laughs> um, Ned, do you want to introduce? Do you want to introduce the first person and, and Emma there? And then Emma, would you like to to talk to us? Emma, uh, this is Emma, young Emma of the Hill, uh, and uh, she's um, she 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 uh, lives independently in in one of our houses. And so, Emma, what's it like to, to live in a house with the support of staff? It's good. In what way? Uh, they're all, uh, they're all, uh, they're all nice for you and they're all there. They're there to support you and help you for anything you, you need. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thanks for that, Emma. No bother, thank you. Well done, Emma. <laughs> and who else do we have as well, um, Ned? We have um, so, David. So we have um, sitting beside Emma uh, uh, is a, a young David O'Flaherty, and uh, David is really the Taoiseach, but I let him tell you about that. <laughs> Hi, David. And, uh, but uh, David, uh, again, is another man that is an independent la- man living in the community with the support of care staff. Hi, David, how are you? Hi, Grant, thank you. I am uh, yeah, the general man in the house here with ladies. And I do generally like the area where I am. That's good. So yeah. you're, you're blessed among women there. Yes. <laughs> That's what I call it all the time, even the workers. <laughs> That work with us are blessed among women. I'd like to see more men coming in to do a bit of support on the job as well. Like a bit of variety at the college. That's that's a really good point, uh, David. A lot of people that work in the caring sector are women, and we're always looking for a good man. Well, I'm not, but the, the women are. Um, and uh, so, what's it like, David? Uh, what, what kind of support do you get from staff? Generally, they all give us support on things like if you want help on things in the house. Like some people aren't able to cook, they help us on that situation. Brilliant. If they need support on like washing and things like that. Very good. You know, and might might need support on getting their money out, things okay. like that. Brilliant. And uh, would I be right in saying, David, that uh, you you are living in a house in the community? You pay for your groceries. You do the. You're, you're involved in the community, and that all happens because you you get a little bit of help or support from staff. Yeah, that would be right, yeah. Okay, that's brilliant. Well done, David, that's great. (laughs) Who else do we have, Ned? Uh, So you've uh, Anne-Marie. Hi, Anne-Marie. How are you? Not too bad. Welcome to, thanks for coming on this afternoon to tell us your story. Um, I find the staff are very helpful. They help me with the cooking, they help me with cleaning, and they help do day trips and all this away and also help us to achieve our goals. We have goals set and the staff supports with the goals. And also I find them very great support, secure, and I feel very safe in my house. And it's, it's a home from home. And how long have you been getting that support? I'm about, oh gee, I'd be, would I be over 20 years? Maybe more, yeah. I'd be more than 20 years. And has it has it been has it been a big difference and a big help to you? Oh, a major help. The staff only for staff. I don't know why I do. Only for Tom Moore, I wouldn't know what I do. Uh, Tom Moore is the best ever. 
Oh, that's wonderful. I'm delighted you're getting the support. And what about... Uh, well, just, just to say that we'll pay Anne-Marie afterwards for, or for saying what you said. <laughs> and for the ex- I'm an artist and they help me with my exhibitions as well. Oh, very good. Well done. That's... Keep you keep very busy with a lot with art. That sounds lovely. And then, what about Rebecca? Then is Rebecca with us as well? Yeah. Yes, I am actually. I find that as well as what Anne Marie said, um, staff are there as well to support us to try and do our daily tours and our daily routine mm-hmm. as well whatever we need to do like the staff are there to help us and support with our money and ATM uh, money and stuff like that as well and um, say if we want to go shopping uh, they would support us to um a healthy lifestyle as well and any um, say hospital appointments in Narvan or whether it's outside Narvan the likes of uh, going up to Beaumont or the Matter hospitals that's what the staff are there for also and say if we needed support around um, any GP appointments staff also are there to support us on our GP or any consultation uh, visits with uh, GP or hospital appointments in Narvan or outside of Narvan, whether if it's Dublin, Prada, Trim, wherever it is. It sounds like you've got some wonderful support and wonderful people around you to help you live independently and and, and get what you need to get done done. Yeah. Are you all friends? (laughs) Yeah, we are. We would say Clanmore means a big family and that's what we are there for, is to help each other out and support each other as well as staff coming on board and helping us and supporting us in every way. Well, I'm very, very impressed that all of you came on the radio today, this afternoon, to tell us your story. Ned, back to you. Um, so, what, what are you, what supports are you looking for? What are you trying? What, what would you like to achieve with your challenge? Uh, what well, are the immediate I, goals for it? Yeah, yeah. I suppose our, our challenge at the moment is um, we need new staff. Okay. Uh, because we're opening up uh, new premises, uh, two new premises. And so for that to happen, we need new staff. And we had um, advertised previously and we, had, we didn't have a great response. So we're doing everything in our effort to try and uh, just, just if somebody's interested in caring, to be supportive, to be there for somebody, uh, it's a great opportunity. And I suppose... The minimum requirement is the, is the VTAC level five with the QQI level five, and after that, um, you know, we 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 we're, our website uh, clannmor.ie would have all the information, or our Facebook page, Clanmore, um, and I suppose we 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 we'd really like if there's anybody out there that's interested in the caring profession and would like to work with people who have extra challenges but live in the community and are contribute to the community uh, we'd really like to hear from them. No that's wonderful um, and so if anyone is wants to get involved it's clanmore.ie c-l-a-n-n-m-o-r dot i-e um, Emma, David, Anne-Marie and Rebecca thank you so much well done for being on the radio this afternoon with us and Ned wish you the very best so that's Ned Crispin service manager of Clonmore with us from Navan thank you so much for joining us this afternoon thank you bye guys thank you bye thank you bye 
The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drada, Dundalk and Gavin. The all-new Dacia Jogger has arrived. Ireland's most affordable full-size seven-seater family car. With three full rows of seating and with extendable 2,000-litre storage, the spacious Jogger has all the space you need. Book your test drive now. Visit blackstonemotors.ie. Now, welcome back. As we are heading into the summer season and while we're all praying for sun and good weather and sunshine, um, many of us will be visiting the local beaches. However, dogs are most welcome on the beaches, but some of their owners are not. Um, And uh, on the line to talk to us now is Alan Nolan, who is the Mead County Council Litter Warden. Alan, hi, good afternoon. Hi, Irene. How are you? So we haven't really learned anything over the last few years, or have we? <laughs> we have learned a lot. Um, people are getting more ignorant okay. when it comes to picking up dog feces and picking up after their dogs. Uh, there was a survey done in Dublin City County Council in 2021, and the major reason that their bathing beaches were closed was because the major, the majority of the time the bathing water was closed was because of contamination from dog feces. Okay. People bring their dogs to the beach, they think it's okay to cover it with sand. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Cop on is what I say to people. Yeah. A child could be playing in that sand later on in the day. Scoop the scoop their hands into it, they've suddenly dog feces all over their hands. Yeah. I'd urge everyone that has a dog just to Google parasitic diseases in dogs' feces, dogs' poo. It might just change their minds. And the other bugbear we have is that people will do the right thing, they'll bring their bags. The majority of people, to be honest, they really do pick up after dogs, they do dispose of their bags correctly. Yeah. But there's the small minority of people that think it's okay to bend down, pick it up, put in the bag, and then when there's no one watching, throw it into the sand dunes, or tie it on a tree. I oh, know it drives me nuts. We're having a particular problem up in Longwood in County Mead at the minute where, for some strange bizarre reason, people suddenly decided to start tying it out of a fence to think it's funny or whatever, but it's okay, they're biodegradable bags. You might as well not pick it up if you're going to put it and hang it on a tree. It's yeah. absolutely grossly disgusting, and beaches in particular. People don't realise when dog feces contaminates water, it contaminates a huge area of water. Yeah. One dog feces, one dog can contaminate thousands and thousands of litres of water. Now think of yourself going in for a swim or someone else going in for a swim later that day. It's absolutely the height of bad manners and it's disgusting. It's downright disgusting is what it is. It must be very, very frustrating for you. And I know as as a dog owner, the beaches are beautiful. We have the most beautiful beaches, we have the most beautiful sand dunes. And I know there is nothing worse than bagging it and bringing it home. How difficult it is to just bag it and bring it home. Because I have seen the dog bin bags out at Mornington and the bins are overflowing. People, as you say, have tied it to the fences and they just leave a pile up on the on top of the bin or around yeah. the bin and it is just it's just it's soul like destroying I like that Irene people are complaining to me county council there's not enough bins there yeah. is enough bins there has always been enough bins yeah. if you're if you bring your child in a buggy for a, a stroll on the beach and there's a dirty nappy you're not going to throw the nappy there you're absolutely gonna nappy not in. you're going to put the nappy into a bag you're going to put it in the bottom of the buggy or wherever it is or carry it in your hand bring it to the nearest bin we don't care what bin you put it into providing it's not a recycling bin put it into a brown bin put it into a blue bin put, or the green bin put it into any of the big belly bins any bin any bag any bin do this civic duty pick it up and bring it home with you and stop I, I urge people to stop being so disgusting if you have a dog have the responsibility to pick up after your dog and dispose of the poo correctly don't yeah. bury it in sand don't kick sand on top of it Think of your kids or your grandkids or nephews or nieces or whatever coming to the beach the next day and they're putting their hand into the sand to build a sandcastle or pull it across their legs or whatever. Like, the diseases that are there are absolutely incredible. There is a... I can't even think the name of the parasitic worm that's in it, but if it comes in contact with your eyes, you can be blind. Yeah. Like, People and, need to realise there's a wake up first. And particularly as we're getting, there's an awful lot of sea swimming um, going on. Obviously through COVID, an awful lot of people took up sea swimming. Um, and I see them every morning um, in Bettystown and Laytown and Mornington doing their sea swimming as well. So the more time we're, the war- obviously the warmer it gets, uh, the more we're actually, the more we're in the water um, and the more children are in the water. So it's incredibly important. Absolutely. And it's, it's hard to hammer home to people. And when people say we're not doing our job, it's very hard for us to be everywhere to yeah. be everywhere to see dog fouling and then again people ringing up say John Smith's dog down the road is dog fouling in my garden 
What we need of people is photographic evidence of that dog fouling. Yeah. But we also need a witness statement. So if I issue a fine to John Smith for 150 euros, John doesn't pay it, it goes to court. The judge will ask me what evidence have I got and I'll say, well, Mrs. O'Rourke down the road took this photograph and Mrs. O'Rourke is sitting behind me here now ready to give a witness statement to say that she's seen and she took this photograph and she's going to back it up. If we as wardens ourselves see dogs fouling, we can issue a fine to the owner of the dogs. But you yeah. can't be everywhere. Exactly, we can't be everywhere. And I know people get very frustrated that we're not doing it, but we get more frustrated when we get calls coming in off the same people week in, week out, there's dogs fouling. Yet when we drive out, we can't find dogs fouling. We can't see dogs fouling. We will then ask the person to please take a photograph and a witness statement to say, I am willing to go to court to back up this photograph. We will then issue a €150 fine to the owner of that dog. If it's not paid, it goes to court. And like I said, the judge will ask what evidence we have We'll hold it, we'll hand him in the photograph and we'll say, Mrs. O'Rourke down the road or whoever it is, took the photograph and she's here in court, Judge. So that way it can be brought forward then and the judge issue fines or whatever it is the case may he may do. Yeah, it's very... Fas- I, I would encourage people, like it doesn't cost a lot. You can go in and get a box of nappy bags and Super Value Tesco, Dunstores, whatever. They're only pence. Yeah. And if, pe- if people want bags to pick up, contact me, County Council. I have a box full of them in the back of my van and yeah. I'd be more than happy to give them to whoever wants them. Absolutely, take them. So it's not just it's not just picking up after your dog, cleaning up after your dog. It's actually taking the bag and actually bring it home or bin it, as opposed yes. to just and, and throwing it into sand dunes or you know, yeah, as you say, tying it on trees. If your dog does a poo on the beach, there's always people walking dogs on the beach, and yeah. if you don't have a bag, just walk up to someone and say, "Sorry, I forgot my bags. Any chance we'll loan a bag?" There you go, no problem. Just bring it home. Would you stop covering it in sand? The water quality in the in Betty's Town, Laytown last year was quite good. We don't want it to, to deteriorate because of dogs and dog owners being so ignorant that they can't bend down and pick up a poo, put it in a bin. There is bins. If the bin is full, put it in the back of your car. There's scented bags. Buy it. You're not going to get the smell. Your dog is already in the back of the car. If he's wet, he's probably going to be smelly anyway. Yeah. For the short journey or long journey, stop at the nearest bin, put it into it. Please. I can hear the frustration in your voice, Alan. I, I completely sympathise. Because like, we're getting calls the whole time about it. Yeah. And when we drive over to the beach, everyone is perfectly, yeah, dog's on a lead and the dog is beside me and I have my bags. But like, it's very, very frustrating that 10 o'clock at night yeah. or 7 o'clock in the morning to hear people out walking their dogs and just letting them defecate anywhere they want. It's disgusting. It's absolutely the height of bad manners as well. Well, Alan, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon and um, we hope it may it, it may help with this summer. I really appreciate you being on this afternoon. Not at all. You're more than welcome. Thanks, Thanks Alan. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drawdad and Dorkin Cabin. With rising fuel costs, there's never been a better time to own the fully electric Renault Zoe and save thousands. New and nearly new options available. Visit blackstonemotors.ie. Now, welcome back. We have, it's that time of the, the, the month, we have Tony Conlon, our motoring expert, on the line to tell us about uh, new cars. There seems to be a few there, Tony. I mean, how are you? Yeah, well, expert now is a dangerous word, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're way more expert than me, I'll tell you that for nothing. You're no expert. Yes, (laughs) I mean, it's all all go, basically, in the industry at the moment. I'd like to tell you about the changes that are happening, the aims of big companies like Mercedes-Benz, where they're coming from. It was lovely to see them after two and a half years the other day for the launch of the... EQE and the EQS, which I'll tell you about in a moment. They're, these are all electric versions of the car. And just to tell you the way things are looking and the way things are going, it is their ambition to know it's all about their path is to see CO2 neutrality, uh, to, to go all electric by the end of this decade, and to be CO2 neutral by 2039. Now, they're already, they're already building a massive factory uh, Near Stuttgart, it's called Factory 56, is a zero carbon factory, completely CO2 neutral, and with re- re- reduced energy consumptions. And this is this is part of the picture. Now, here's the other big picture, the big story. They are going to spend 60 billion, and not million, billion, in electric vehicles between 2022, that's between now and 2026. And that came from the horse's mouth himself, sales managers, Kieran Allen, and it was great to see him and the team on the day. That was followed by the announcement of the EQE. Now, everyone knows, Irene, the E-Class Mercedes, right? Mm-hmm. The EQE is the electric equivalent of it. It's the 
electric version. Oh, totally, di- totally different in style. And we won't bore you with too much information other than price and and uh, the, the coverage of it, which people like to know. The style is magnificent. It's gone into two or three box layout of the front grill and that. It's now a one bow line. Beautiful, futuristic looking. Uh, lovely styling. Large car, naturally, if it's replacing the E. It will come with a range of 654 to tell us about it. That's kilometres that will cover between charges. Prices start at 85980 for the EQE350. There'll be other versions right up to 120180 And there'll be front-wheel drive, which is known as, uh, take my time on this one, electric drivetrain. That's electric drivetrain on the front, and then you will have four-wheel drive versions that will have electric electric drive trains to the front and to the rear of the car. It will sit in either 19 or 21-inch wheels. It will offer four... Uh, big boot, 430, and indeed Mercedes people want to get the golf clubs into the boots, so <laughs> that's the start of the E-Class. Now, it is a marvellous looking car with a short run in it, and it's going on sale, and that's the future, and that's what they're aiming for. And they have six, there's six now electric model, and the, the whole idea is to be all electric by 2030. Yeah. Now, the next one is the EQS. So if you were if you were a film star and you want to be collected <laughs> at the airport, you will be collected in an EQ, sorry, in an S. But now you're going to be collected in an EQS. That's the electric version. Again, totally different styling. A huge car, massively built. Will have a range of 735 kilometres. Okay. Well, 333 brake horsepower of power. Again, a front and all-wheel drive through electrics. And it will... Uh, now, the amazing thing about this, we could talk forever on this, Irene. <laughs> but let, let's just tell you, there's a thing called, even on today's Mercedes, you can talk to the car and say, hey, hey Mercedes, Lord of Ease, hey, Mercedes, put up my seats to move it forward. And I will recognise some of these cars, especially you must recognise 27 languages. Now, this new Mercedes will do everything. When you say, hey, Mercedes, it won't put on the washing for you. I was I, just yeah. going to say, will it, will it do the washing? <laughs> no, it won't do the washing. No, and it doesn't buy the kettle either. It gets put on the kettle. But it will do everything. And naturally, what you would expect from a company that's been renowned from, since the formation for safety, they're full of safety uh, equipment and Features. high electronic equipment and everything else. So yeah. well worth a visit to a showroom to see it. It sounds well like a huge it. investment. A huge investment. There's no doubt at all about it. But like, uh, all Mercedes, you're looking at an exquisite car mm. manufacturer here. And it was we were down in Powers Court in Wicklow and it's a beautiful, beautiful area. Unfortunately, it rained and you need to be scared on some of the back roads, especially in the S version. But it was lovely to see PR people there like Don Hall who pulled, uh, picked up the service to the industry award of this, this year's Irish Car Deer Awards, himself and Ashley, the son of the PR people for Mercedes. I just want to say this, Irene, if I may. Okay. I, I don't sound to be glowing here, Annie. <laughs> it's lovely to meet. There may be been one of the biggest prestige distributors in Ireland, and massive sales, but to have such down-to-earth, beautiful staff, right down to the PR representatives, those hall PR, and it makes everyone feel at home. When you see someone going around saying hello, how are you? Great to see you after all this time. And it's great to see the cars and I wish them luck with it. That's all I can say on that. That's very good. We're, we're all going green and electric, slowly but surely, but that sounds like a, that sounds like a, a, a nice one to have a look at. It, it, it is a nice one to have a look at, and here's another nice one, just to move away, uh, to tell you a little bit it's not electric it's not electric but it's by Dacia and you know there's not too many occasions where a group of motoring writers stand outside the door of a, of a big house where a car has been launched and say to themselves now this car makes total sense there's no doubt of my co-driver who wouldn't like to be named on myself we took to the geographer a test drive we came across that this is a very special and unique family carrier it's a seven seater now when you think of seven-seaters, Irene, you could think of massive big SUVs that cost a fortune. And we concluded that we liked this car very quickly, actually. We concluded to was like because we're travelling a true family and financially friendly seven-seater. And it boils down to four essential points. Value for money, carrying capacity, versatility and practicality. Now, here's the important thing. That year is a value car, but if a child... If a child is sitting in an individual seat, has stories for some ties of drinks, and a socket to connect or electric, electronic whatever into, that child will not be able to tell the difference between this 
23,000, I'm going to say it again, 23,290 uh, costs for the starting model and eight, to an 89,700 SUV for the, from the more premium brand. It will bring a smile to the mother and father's <laughs> cheeks too because they can have it for as little as €7 Euro a day from Dashia Finance. And the other thing is, I did mention, essential comfort and extreme levels of trim levels it comes forget about the essentials now that's the cheap one go another 1800 euro and get the comfort and you get the roof rails and you get the parking sensors and the reverse camera electric heat door mirrors eight inch media display and all that stuff that you really would like now here's someone could ring in to you irene and say Conlon is talking rubbish there's the expert now tell me what he knows about five star rating no it does not have five star rating uh, like many of today's cars. They all of them marks a five-star rate. There's no doubt all about it. And you can see the big prices. The reason behind it achieving three stars is down to the fact that the vehicle does not come fit with the full suite of electronic safety equipment, say, that the Merc would have and that many cars now boost. But it does have Isotec seats on the outer middle rows. It does have airbags, including curtain side airbags, advanced driver system systems, including automatic emergency braking, electronic stability braking and park assist. Well, I'm looking at a photograph here of it. It looks like it was sent through. It actually looks extremely nice. Well, do you know, do you know, it's 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 a it's a, a vehicle that makes sense if you want to carry your your your, your family. If the boot size would vary from two hundred and twelve litres right up to two, it could change into a van nearly. Two thousand and eighty-five yeah. litres if the kids are over and the seats are folded. Uh, it makes sense because of the value. It will carry kids in in safety, independency, and here's the important thing. So many seven-seaters, and they call themselves seven-seaters, and you wouldn't get a five-year-old into the back seat. Two 60-odd-year-olds get into this, and we're not the smallest people in the world. Absolutely perfect in the back. So it's heads up there. It got a lot of players because, a lot of credit because of its price and because it's family-friendly. Okay. And you have, I think, is there two or three more cars for us? Well, the, there's a couple. There's a new BMW. It, it was, I think, from today or tomorrow. You can you can order it. It's going to start building them in the new three series in July, and prices prices will start at fifty two thousand four hundred and forty. That's a three series BMW. And then you've you've a, a, a yeah. Renault Scenic as well for us. Yes, well, the Renault Scenic is a concept vehicle, and this is very interesting. There was an embargo on this until nine thirty this morning, so naturally I couldn't, I wouldn't, I couldn't break it. But for example, seventy percent of its materials recycled, ninety-seven, ninety-five percent are recyclable. It utilizes both electric and hydrogen power. Now, this is the first one that's come on my desk in recent times mentioned the word hydrogen because a lot of people think that's the way we should really go is hydrogen. We'll see. I'm not sure, but we'll see what happens. It is a concept, but it's not. It's, a, it's more like a, um, what's the word I'm looking for an SUV than the Scenic that we well know of. But it retains the Scenic name. It's called the Renault Scenic Vision. They're working very hard on the electricity elements and things. Brilliant, and Tony. Um, thank you so much. We're going to have to leave it there. But thank you no so problem. much for your your run through of all the new new release new release cars for us today. You're more than welcome and there's also new Nissan. Don't forget about that. I will indeed. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Late lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drada, Dundalk and Cavan. Check out the new sporty and spacious Renault Arcana in petrol and full hybrid. Guaranteed delivery, low AP or finance and 48-hour test drive. Visit blackstonemotors.ie. Now, a reminder of our late lunch competition all this week from Carlingford Lock Cruises who operate a range of two-hour evening cruises on Carlingford Lock every weekend right the way through the summer months. So it sounds like a great opportunity. They have lovely evening sunset cruises, lock and light out cruises and I particularly like the gin tasting cruises. So to celebrate... Carlingford Locks uh, full-time daily ferry service plus the launch of the new summer we have pairs of tickets to give away on the show all this week so would you like to be in with a chance to win well if you would like to text or WhatsApp your name and number to 086-1800-658, we will pick out a winner before the end of the show. And if you want to find more information, it's carlingfordlockcruises.com. Now, coming up next, Tracy Chapman, Fast Cars, and then we will have the news. 
The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. Check out the new sporty and spacious Renault Arcana in petrol and full hybrid. Guaranteed delivery, low APR finance and 48-hour test drive. Visit blackstonemotors.ie. Now, welcome back and congratulations to our winners that we announced before the break, Eunice Nolan and Orla Mead. Um, now, on the line, we have Kay McCabe, who is Senior Project Manager from Involve Mead. Welcome to the show, Kay. How are you? Hi, Irene. How are you? Now, can you tell us about this new mental health uh, board game that's been designed in County Mead? I can indeed. Yeah, um, thanks for having me on and giving us the chance to share um, the good uh, work done by our young people. So um, in 2017, we did a mental health project focusing on mental health for young people from the travelling community called Good Nook. And then in 2019, from that project, the young people decided that they wanted to develop a mental health campaign around no shame, because shame seemed to be attached to mental health, whether being shamed of something causing mental health or having mental health issues causing shame. So, you know, the the word shame was there a lot. So from that then, in 2020, Facebook, or now Meta, they do lovely community grants in County Mead, or they do community grants anywhere they're based in the world. And we applied through their STEM um, category Mm -hmm. to develop our own board game. So we'd been working on board games with young people through a training I had done. And we decided to make a mental health board game because there was none out there. There was none for young people. There was none made by young people for young people. So um, the idea came up. So that's where it all started from, from that point. Sounds like an absolutely great initiative. And what are, what are the age group of the, of the people who created it? What age group are we talking about? So they're kind of from about 12 up to now 21 years of age. Okay. Um, it's great, yeah, it's great, good age group. Um, and the game was, um, we, our funding was received before COVID, so sure that put a great old yeah. dent in everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so we tried to do things online, but then last summer we decided to have a two-day workshop and mm. um, the young people and ourselves all came over to Trim, our Navin kids and our Trim kids came to Trim, and we sat down and had many discussions, some of them a little bit heated over what should be in the game and what shouldn't <laughs> be in the game and, and things like that. So it was it was a good bit of fun. It was obvious people wanted a fun element to the yeah. game while mental health is a serious issue. The young people really wanted to make sure, you know, there was a winning element. So to win the game, you have to collect your five ways to good mental health. So okay. they include giving, uh, keep learning, being active, taking notice and staying connected. And then throughout the game, there's also other cards that help young people learn coping skills through scenario cards. So there's different questions and they range in everything from about um, sending maybe inappropriate photos to the wrong person to getting in trouble at school and things like that. So there were young, there were questions brought up by the young people themselves. So they're very real questions, they're very real scenarios and they're very real answers. And then another part of the game is about naming emotions. So not just young people, adults struggle with it too, sometimes putting a name to how we're feeling and emotions. So we thought if we gave young people a, 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 like a library of words that were emotions. So they're connected to emojis, which are relative to young people. So that's another part of the game. And then the final part of the game is the power of positivity. So there's some um, positive affirmation cards in the, the game. And studies suggest that if you do say a positive affirmation every day, that actually can increase your mental health and improve your good well-being and things like that. So, yeah. uh, no, it yeah, sounds great. It sounds like a really, really good initiative. Yeah, it, it's, we're delighted with it. Now, we had to send it to Italy to get made, unfortunately. I was just going to ask, where, did you, where are you getting it made? Yeah, so it arrived um, two days ago. We got it made in Italy because all the Irish companies, unfortunately, wanted a huge volume made. Yeah. And we only got f- uh, funding to make 100. Um, currently, all 100 games are gone because we will be giving one out to every secondary school um, and every youth service in County Mead for free. That's wonderful. And, yeah, so the whole idea is to share our resource. We don't want to keep it to ourselves and make it precious. And then our young people are now also going to get trained as peer leaders and they're going to go out and do workshops with other young people. So it makes more sense for a 16-year-old to talk to another 16-year-old about mental health um, rather than an old one like me coming in <laughs> and talking to them. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and we also got a giant game made. So we actually got a 7-metre by 7-metre version of it made and we're going to use that in the schools to actually allow the young people to physically be part of the game. Oh, that's brilliant. 
Yeah, so it's trying to make it, and just reducing the shame and stigma around discussing mental health. You know, it's it's still there. We talk about it more, but the shame is still there, unfortunately. And if something as simple as sitting around and having a bit of crack with your friends and playing a game at the same time can help do that, well, that's like our goal for this game. No, it sounds like a really, really good uh, initiative and hopefully you'll get some more. And where can people find out more about the game? So we have two Facebook pages. We have um, and social media pages. We have our involved me page, and then we actually or we have a no shame page as well. So currently we have a waiting list of about eighty people. It's going up daily wow. who who wants the game. So we we're trying to look for other funding, um, whether it be um, a, a social. Um, profiteering or something like a non-profiteering um, element or um, social enterprise program that's the word I couldn't think of for a second <laughs> social enterprise um, or whether or not we get funding from the Department of Children and Youth Affairs or something like that to share our learning because there is a possibility of that as well but we, we do know people are eager to get their hands on it and um, we would ask people to be patient with us. we're not yeah, being mean that, you know, sounds, we, that sounds really good and hopefully it'll extend then beyond me you never absolutely. know come here Kay thank you so much for joining Oh, thank you for having me on, Irene. It's been a great <laughs> opportunity to share it. Well, that's Kay McCabe, who's Senior Project Manager from Involve Me. Thank you very much for joining us now this afternoon. Now, um, my thanks to all our guests today on The Late Lunch and um, Eddie Caffrey with some great songs um, are coming up. is coming up next. And I- Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I'm going to leave you with Belinda Carlisle and we love the same things. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.